Kyle, I noticed some of my bourbon was missing. Uh, did you have some? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I would have asked, but... Oh, no, it's fine. I just wanted to make sure we didn't have a thief or something. Like who? Me, the wily bourbon cat? <laughs> it's no big deal. Anyway, back to listening to the same Celine Dion song for the 50th time. You really like That's the Way It Is, huh? It's the funnest. I can't handle you spinning the divas all the time. Well, I can't handle your toenails everywhere. And why do they keep growing after they've been cut? Guess what, Mimi? It's share time. And scene. <laughs> this week, the Buffy gays will be learning to live with a new roommate in Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 4, Episode 2. Living conditions. We'll label every food item that belongs to us as we break down the episode and share some behind-the-scenes trivia. We'll find new and creative ways to store our chewed gum and rate the episode on a scale of 1 to 10 steaks. And we'll discuss the queer themes and gayest moment of the episode before duking it out with a demonic roomie. So grab your label maker, your roommate's sweater, and a bag of regenerating toenails as you tune into this week's episode of... Buffy gaze up, gaze up, gaze up. All right, gaze up. Singing my song, <laughs> the the Buffy gaze fun way. <laughs> Hello, all. I'm Kyle, and I'm Zach, and we're a couple of small town gays who love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Together, we'll examine each episode of this trailblazing series through the lens of our own queer experiences. We'll dive deep into the stacks to break down each episode. Share some behind-the-scenes trivia at Scooby meetings. And explore queer themes as we stand against the forces of darkness. So whether you're a first-time watcher or you've been a fan since the old ones walked the earth, we invite you to join weekly patrols of the Sunnydale streets with your Buffy Buffy Gaze! Zachary. Hello, Kyle. How are you doing? It's not fair that your name only has one syllable. (laughs) That's how life goes. Kyleandra. That's how the cookie crumbles. Kyleandra. I'm just going to start giving you three syllables. You already do that. (laughs) You've done that like every time. I'm just going to continue giving you three syllable names. How about that? I I mean, I've been fine with it this whole time. (laughs) You're a whole time. You're a whole time. Here for a whole time, not for a long time. (laughs) I feel it necessary to let everyone know that we were going to start recording like an hour ago, but it took us about that long to order dinner. Yes. <laughs> partially because of technology issues and partially because Zach get, kept getting distracted by texting his sister. Yeah, it's <laughs> her fault. I had plenty of time to uh, play a little bit more Tears of the Kingdom while we were getting ready to record this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you hated that. <laughs> Uh, real quick, I just wanted to mention that Donna emailed us, and uh, she really enjoyed <laughs> that I made Giles boop Oz's snoot in, <laughs> the, in the games episode. <laughs> uh, so uh, I really appreciate that compliment, mm. Donna. <laughs> boop in the snoot. Boop in the snoot. All right, Zach, are you ready to get into some living conditions? I am so ready. I am 
so ready. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. All right. Do you have any trivia for the episode? <laughs> Very little. Yes. Very little. Uh, so Living Conditions first aired on Tuesday, October 12th, 1999. The episode was directed by David Grossman, who previously directed Enemies in season three. Mm, That's Enemigos for our Spanish-speaking <laughs> listeners. Yes. Um, what is it in French? Mm. Ah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> non ami. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, and uh, non. Uh, the demon in this episode uh, in particular is very reminiscent of um, a boo hag. Oh. Which is a creature from the folklore of the Gola culture. Oh. And it's like an energy leech type thing. So they uh, basically, they... They stay alive by, um, they're kind of like a vampire, but they feed on breath instead mm. of uh, blood. Yeah. And it, like, instead of killing the victim or, like, taking their, you know, blood, it, like, <laughs> drains them of, like, vital energy. So it makes them very, like, lethargic and very tired. Huh. And um, they also have a an element of the legend where they, if they, the person, like, puts up a fight, they will steal that person's skin oh and they will wear the skin around until it basically just like rots off and wears out doesn't work anymore and there's another part where it's like they have to hide the skin to go hunting and if they don't find the skin again before daytime oh skin again they don't have oh skin again (laughs) and so yeah so anyway i thought that was neat it's very that's very interesting Seems to be not not quite copy and paste, but not not copy and paste of yeah, that sort of legend. It's a little different here. Yeah, I think that's uh, definitely got to be an inspiration. Yeah, seems like it. But yeah, that's that's the extent of my trivia. There was very little about this episode. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Marty Noxon wrote this episode, mm. and I, I gotta say, she did a bang up job. Oh my gosh, this is like one of my favorite episodes of this season. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's it's far. It's not her. I feel like Marty Noxon's lowest so far has been Beauty and the Beasts. Mm. And <laughs> it's mm. not hard to get better than that, but this is a very good Low episode. Bar. Now, okay, before we get into the episode discussion, I'm just going to make a statement that I want you to keep in your brain during our discussion, okay? Because mm. you were having trouble. You were like, I don't know what I'm going to say with the queer analysis of this episode. Uh huh. However, I think that this may be the gayest episode so far. Oh, my. Uh, and not because anything in it is literally gay, but just because of the episode itself. Mm. And uh, I just I just want you to keep that in your brain while we while we go through the episode. Yeah, I was like when I was thinking about it, I kept having all these ideas, and I was like, this is like really broad and out there. <laughs> <laughs> right. and maybe I'm maybe a, I'm curious to see what you say. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. So any hoozle. So uh, Zach, do you want to give our disclaimer? Um, oh, also, I want to apologize because I think I did say that I was going to do an episode or a, uh, a location, location breakdown this episode, and then I didn't do that. That's so. fine. You can, you'll get. There. I'll do it eventually, probably. <laughs> um, anyway, I think those things are interesting. It's and like be, uh, being out of school has made us do made us even lazier. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm recovering from this last semester still. Oh so yes. Uh, hardest three A's and one B I ever had to work for. <laughs> um, any hoozle. Uh, so it's time for us to move into our deep dive of the episode. 
we shall be discussing uh, only the events that happen up through the end of this episode. So if you haven't seen the entire series yet, there is no need for you to be afeard, for we shan't share any spoilers. We shan't! And we shall only allude to future events with the cheekiest of foreshadowing. Only the cheekiest. Mm. All right, how about we get into it, Zachary? I don't think we did that the last episode, did we? Did we not? I think we skipped that. I don't. I haven't edited it yet. <laughs> I think we were just so excited to talk about season four. Maybe, maybe we skipped it. Is that the first time I haven't said only the cheekiest? Yeah, I don't think we said it at all. We'll see. I, I probably won't even listen to that part. There's only one thing I can even think of that I wanted to cut out. Uh, so we'll see. Well, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know. Uh, so we get a previously on Buffy, which is kind of weird to me. At first, I thought they weren't going to say it. Because it jumps right into Buffy and being like, isn't college cool? Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're not going to say it anymore. And then like after a couple scenes, uh-huh. it's like, previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I was a little confused at first. Um, but it's just stuff from the last episode. <laughs> right, yeah. And I was like, not. I mean, you might not have caught it, I guess. But like, they haven't done that before. And there was so much in it that had absolutely nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, with this, this episode riley isn't even in this episode. riley isn't in it maggie <laughs> walsh isn't in the episode she doesn't go to a psych class uh right it's so strange and i mean i guess they want you to remember that those characters exist so that's like a hint like hey we'll we'll be seeing these people but why again. not save that for the next episode and then yeah and like you see her fighting the vampires last episode Although, okay, so imagine imagine you hadn't seen the first episode and then there was no previously on because they also show the commandos from the end of the last yeah. episode. And then you see the part in this episode just, like, where sneaking, they're in there for like half a second. They're sneaking from bush to You'd bush. You'd be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I guess that's why the commandos part is in there. But yeah, yeah. the Riley well, they, and they have and some the Kathy stuff too, but still... But yeah, the Riley, the Professor Walsh, the evil bitch monster of death thing. Yes. Like, there, there was no reason. It for is that so to strange be in this to me. Episode. Maybe they needed to fill some time. I wonder if maybe she was like gonna. They were. There were like a scene. There was a scene that. God. Woo! All right, shouldn't start <laughs> drinking before the show. Uh, I wonder if there was a scene that was cut. Uh, I, I maybe or something that had like, them in it. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I don't. Because why else would you need to rem- be reminded that they exist? I, I have no idea. Anyway. So, <laughs> so we cut to Kathy listening to Believe by Cher, and mm-hmm. Buffy is not into They, it. like, bought the rights to that song, and they're like, we're playing the we fuck are gonna, out of this. Yeah, we are not going to let this go. I bet it wasn't cheap. They're like, this This cost us $10,000 for I one n- episode. Um, no way. I, I bet it was way more than that. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how much it would have cost. They talk about this on The Office all the time, uh-huh. and, like, and, I mean, like, not bashing on the musical stuff they use on the office, but a lot of times it's not like a list people and they're paying like, yeah, over a hundred thousand dollars to play it. So I bet this was <laughs> fucking expensive. Yeah, I feel I like I have no concept of how much it would cost, but probably th- a lot. Yeah. You think Cher's going to let her shit go for cheap? Hell no. This is her biggest song in like the past fucking 50 years. Yeah, exactly. So like, anyway, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's like the budge is budging. And we this got is budget. the, and, and believe it, like the cultural impact of the song with the vocoder stuff, <laughs> like Jesus vocoder. Something I can believe. <laughs> Come on, Drag Race. Come on, Miss Cracker. 
But anyway, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like a lot of things I noticed in this episode is like the sets, I feel like, are stepped up in general. Oh, yeah. The lighting is so good. And yes, and the outfits like the I mean, we talked about (gasps) this a little bit last time. Buffy wears like four or five different outfits in this episode and they are all slays. They are all so good. Even the pajamas. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So like in Willow, too. Uh-huh. And Kathy's aren't bad. Kathy's are I wouldn't uh <laughs> I would be like, why are you wearing that girl? But it is very appropriate for the early two thousands, late nineties. But yeah, no, I mean I think there's a lot of things to indicate. Where did Kathy get all of her clothes? We'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a lot of questions about Kathy. Also, Me I just too. I just want to warn the audience. Um I wrote specifically in my notes more than three or four times here comes kathy shit here comes kathy shit and i'm gonna be saying that a lot and And if that annoys you i'm sorry about it (laughs) yes uh so uh kathy's like isn't this song so fun it's the funnest it's funner it gets funner every time funner and funner every time yes (laughs) and i'm like i mentioned this last episode partially because i was thinking about this episode when she put up her celine poster but Mm -hmm. i was like buffy doesn't like pop music that kind of surprises me well, and I was like, is that, that a carryover from Joss Whedon? Is he yeah, like, it's like, she's not like, divas, she's not like other girls. Yeah, which is like the whole, like, completely antithetical to Buffy's whole character. Right. Anyway, yeah, I, that, and then um, she talks about, like, going to go studying and getting a... Going to go studying. <laughs> going to go studying and getting a jolt. Yeah, she's caffeine deprived, so she's going to the grotto, like, at 9 p.m. Which of the grotto, what's that? I guess it's an on-campus coffee shop. Uh. They didn't have Starbucks on every university then. I don't recall ever seeing a different coffee shop besides the espresso pump. But Well, that's the Sunnydale coffee place. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing this is supposed to be like on-campus or close. Right. Because remember, Willow said in the last episode that this is five miles from the cemetery they were at or whatever. Mm. And then <laughs> Buffy says she's an up all night kind of person <laughs> that's true and kathy introduces her phone system yes and so this is like the 90s thing about this episode because i went to college and my when i got to college it was 2013 mm. and we did not Such there was a not a phone in my dorm room we didn't never thought about getting a landline because why the fuck would we <laughs> i mean i went to school in 2007 and we had one well yeah that was six years prior. maybe that was just your school uh, well, it, it had been six years. Things changed in six years. Also, my dorms were pretty new because my university was like a really young one. Mm-hmm. Like it had only, it was like a community college for a long time. Yeah. And it had only like 10 years previously become a university. I was and our dorms s- were really new. I was going to say, because ours was like from the, ours was built like in the 70s or something. Because if you, if you go into, I don't know if they've built any more, but there were only two like dorm buildings, each with like four or five floors at UAFS mm-hmm. and they were like in the same air they were very close to each other and uh, if you go and look in that place it's like it is very 2010s mm. like the design of like it's got these like the modern like jewel tone like seating and like these common areas and it, everything's like kind of angular mm. and anyway it's the design of like the whole thing is very dated <laughs> already. Yeah, mine was... I'm pretty sure our dorms, the ones that I lived in for freshman year, were built in the 70s or 80s, maybe. 
Yeah, mine would have been built in the two like mid late two thousands. They're really old. I'm kind of surprised they're even still there. Cause of mine, we had two. Yeah, I've been there. I toured there when I was uh, looking at colleges. We had two dorms that were. Sorry, I know this is thrilling for everybody, but we had <laughs> two dorms that were like mirrors of each other, and there was like an it was like an all male uh-huh. dorm and an all female dorm, and then there's one co-ed dorm uh-huh. at the time when I was there. Now there's a lot more than that, but. <laughs> Uh, and a lot more modern shit. But yeah, I the whole reason I moved off campus is because I found out I was going to have to stay there another semester. And I was like, yeah, fuck, fuck this. Because there were like bugs waxed into the floor and hair and Ew. stuff. And it was just Yeah, mine was gross. fine because it was pretty new. But Somebody like pooped in a dryer. Oh, gross. That's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it's a bunch of like 18-year-old dudes living in a building. Like, of course, nasty shit is going to happen. Right. So, Kathy, quote-unquote, implemented a system, which is just write down your calls. Which is, well, that's not implementing That's anything. what I was going to be like, are they billed for calls? Yeah. Like, did... So, are they... Does a school bill them? Did they get this phone on their own? Like, what's going on here? I don't understand. Someone let me know. Well, this was in the... the this 90s. was the era of, like... Long distance was still a thing. Uh huh. True. Exactly. Because we <laughs> have had the Buffy, Buffy centric one eight hundred collect. Yes, commercials. for quite a while. So, so yeah, she maybe Buffy. like if you had if you made non local calls or something, you were billed for it. Right. I don't know. She wants Buffy to log all of her calls, and that's when she's like a stitch in time. And Buffy says, Say, "Catches, catches the, the worm." worm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I love that. She asks her about the milk theft, and we get the Sid the Wily Dairy Gnome. Yes, and I was like, Buffy, you really shouldn't be stealing her milk, like, mm. uh, at least especially not like you just let her bring it up to you. I was like, Buffy, that is a mark against you as a roommate. Yeah, Buffy is not blameless in this episode. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Kathy's like, oh, whatever, it's fine. And Buffy's like, well, I'm really sorry anyway. And she leaves. <laughs> and she's like, you have a good time with ironing, <laughs> which is very funny. Because she has been ironing her jeans this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so Buffy and Willow are now outside walking very slowly. <laughs> walking so <laughs> slow. It's so funny. It's like they take 10 steps in this whole conversation. Like there is a there is a gay man somewhere about five feet behind and they're so angry. Get going. <laughs> Let's go. I, and then he's a little bit misogynist too, like many gay men are. And he's like, uh, I hate straight girls. Mm. Straight girls. Mm. <laughs> Zachary, you can't do that to me. What? <laughs> Shut to up. What? Fuck you. Wait, okay. what? 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 Why are you I didn't know what you're talking about. Mm. Wait, why are you mad about that? You're just trying to give plausible plausible deniability, and I to won't what? stand for it. Shut up. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> I think we're talking about two different things. No, here. you. Yes, we are. No, we're. Wait, no, no, we're not. Shut up. Okay. Anyway, you know what you were doing, Zachary. You just want to fight. How dare you? Oh, but you want to really fight. <laughs> we can't do spoilers on this podcast. And um, uh, so Willow's like, you thought your sneaking out days were over. And I was like, Buffy hasn't snuck out for like a year, Willow. Where were you when she told her mom that she was a slayer? She said she's the mini mom of Momdonia. Yes, that is so cute. I love it. Um, <laughs> I really like all the things that Willow tries to offer as an excuse Buffy for the sounds. Something. She's like... I'm chewing my gum kind of loud. <laughs> it's like, nope. These sneakers are squeaky. <laughs> yes, very funny. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> I'm looking for something Willow lurky just here. Will want monsters to be around? Oh my gosh, it was so funny. And Buffy's actually kind of excited because she says she could use a little play. And I was like, "Ooh, is that faith mm. talk?" Mm-hmm. Like, it does sound faithy. Uh huh. And she because she says the best of listening to the best of VH1 all night put her on edge. <laughs> she said, "Kathy's still spinning the divas, huh?" <laughs> and then so funny. Buffy says something like, I bet before too long she'll be trip hopping all over the place. And I was like, Is what Buffy the, is into that like. Is supposed to be drugs? What is Buffy into about? like hip hop and rap? Is that her style? Oh, oh she's talking about music. We've I thought never, she was like, I bet she'll be on drugs eventually. Wow, racist. What? Racist to mm. whom? I, no, I was talking about trip hopping in <laughs> reference to Kathy. <laughs> like tripping? Um, mm, mm. I guess not. <laughs> Wait, is trip hopping like specific to like some kind of music? It's trip hopping. Trip hopping. Like <laughs> I mean, you're asking to describe I'm a, a genre of music that I don't really fully Okay, well that's subscribe fine. to, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I she's referencing like more like I didn't hip realize music, it I was think. a music reference. I thought she was talking about I thought she was like, Well, well Kathy's gonna change I and do start th- doing drugs. I do think too though that's a nineties ish thing, right? That like pop music and like there was the whole like grunge movement and i know we're kind of past that a little bit we're we're like at the end of it sort of at this Uh point but like the 90s early 2000s was a lot more of like like teenagers were more mm -hmm. into like indie stuff like rage against the machine and like not 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 literally that but like you know what i mean like that concept Uh uh of like you know like the like the 90s woodstock that they did and like everybody ended (laughs) up like burning it to the ground yes because it's like we're not a bunch of like love each other hippies we're fucking pissed off that's right. the 90s, right? That was the cool thing to be. Uh huh. Willow mentions that her roommate is a little challenging as well. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, at some point, I think it's Willow who says, do we not put the grr in girls? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so Willow, dro- not Willow, Buffy drops Willow off at Oz's, the house he has off campus or whatever. And uh, she wishes... I don't think he's off campus. He's, they he's said he has a house that. with the other members of the band. Oh, he does? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they said that in the last episode. So uh, hmm. she wishes Buffy happy hunting, and Buffy says, "Wish me monsters." And I thought that was so funny. Mm-hmm. And we cut to a green, gr- uh, an oh, excuse me, uh, an, a demon with green glowy eyes. Yeah, they're watching like, Buffy. They like this like back, uh, black light glowy effect on demons. Yes, they do. And it, it's weird in this episode because it like goes in and out sometimes. Right. Uh, so we cut to the intro, and one of the green glowy-eyed demon that we just saw is in the intro. I just noticed. I noticed that, and I was like, "Huh." Mm. So we cut back. Buffy is hearing something, and uh, she's like, "Come out and face me like a thing!" And <laughs> here comes Kathy. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's Kathy. Um, she's like, "I decided to decaf Laffy. Laffy latte sounded mm. like heaven after all. I mixed latte and coffee." <laughs> Um, and I think I was like, oh, after watching this a second time, I was like, hmm, did she do this because she knew people were looking for her? Yeah. I wanted to talk about that. Cause like it's, it is unclear how much Kathy knew about like that the other demons would be looking for. I mean, obviously she knew that they would be looking for her cause and she's doing cause the she ritual. Sa- and she says that they are looking for me. So she knows it by the end of the episode. Yeah. So like, I, I think she well i mean she obviously expected it so like yeah 
But yeah, the idea of like how much is she really aware of like these other demons being around? And and also the thing where she tells Buffy, she's like, I didn't realize you'd be coming and going at all hours. Like Mm -hmm. she was hoping that her roommate would be with her all the time so she couldn't be found or Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. So very interesting. And then she's looking for spooky or she's not wanting her to have to. Walk, walk these, these spooky, spooky paths, paths alone. They are pretty spooky. Yeah, they are. It's very dark and woodsy. Uh huh. Exactly. Very woodsy. What college campus in America these days is this woodsy? I mean, a lot more has been, I think, uh, brought to the fore for things like that. Oh yes. Uh, so Buffy is not thrilled about this, and at some point she hears a demon, and she just shoves Kathy into some bushes after she was talking about the fresh air and the trees being so nice and then <laughs> which is kind of sad uh, when you really if you really think about it because when she says that it's like because she's from some demon dimension mm-hmm. like as far as we know she doesn't have trees also known as Nebraska yes <laughs> and I was like oh that's kind of sad yeah. Uh, there's the most obvious stunt double shot I have ever <laughs> seen in this fight with the demon. That's saying a lot. Yeah, well, it's like a close up of her side profile, mm. and his like uh the woman, but the woman they show her stunt double has like a much longer nose than she does, and I was like, that is ab- that is not Buffy. It's not like a straight on, but it's very very obvious. Mm. So I thought that was very funny. The demon ends up running away. And Kathy's like, what the blizzard was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> what the blizzard? So funny. And then, yeah. And so, and there's like a little bit of dirt on her sweater. She's like, look at me, sweater. It's, it's ruined. Oh, no. Well, I mean, like, I mean, I'm just not used to having like nice clothes. So, but yeah, I, right. was, I was just like, you can just like wash it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I mean, Kathy's clothes don't look that nice. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about like fancy materials yeah, and yeah, shit that, that they have, you know. Yeah, and so Kathy's like, oh, "Wow, what were you thinking, taking on that guy all alone?" And Buffy's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, whatever, it's fine." And then there's the two demons who watch, and they're like, "We have to make sure she's she the may one. Be the one. Follow her." And it's really funny. I love how, to me, the twist part of this episode was done really well. Uh huh. And even like watching it and trying to look for like anything that gives it away, there's really not. They they did it so well. It's really well constructed to me. Uh huh. It does introduce some questions about this species of demons, though, because like they don't. Kathy seems to be able to recognize people just fine, but they. Well, she's oh, in disguise. I, yeah, I, actually, no. I, anyway, that makes that completely solves it. Never mind. Completely different <laughs> phenotype. Let's let's just take away that that complaint completely because that completely explained it. So uh, Buffy is now looking through Giles's mail and <laughs> judging his magazines. Yeah, she's like, oh, uh, well, like she sees his motorcycle one, <laughs> but she's like, boring, Bill, boring. Yes, and uh, she's like, since when do you go out for runs? And he says, I run and I jump and occasionally I frolic. <laughs> Very funny. And she shows him the motorbike and scooter magazine. He's like, and he says, I'm a mod jogger. And I was like, <laughs> what the? What does that mean? Yeah, I meant to look that up. And I have no idea I what that means. I assume it's some kind I'm of British slang. A mod jogger. Ini, are you looking it up right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Zachary. Oh, the first thing that comes up is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh well. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't mean anything. 
Uh, she mods were a group of people who wore suits and sunglasses and big coats and drive around on mopeds. Oh well, that makes that gets it. That makes it. I I'm just reading a little blurb from that first thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. thing. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, Buffy's like, you're not having a midlife thing, are you? <laughs> She said, I'm still going ish from the last time you tried to recapture youth, which yes. is a really fun shout reference out to, to Band, Band Candy. Candy. Yes, yeah. I love And he's like, Buffy. He's like, Don't <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> Don't talk about how I fucked your mom twice on the hood of a cop car. <laughs> the candy. So Buffy, yes. Buffy describes the this demon to him, and she mentions he had a super bad rub on tan, and he's mm-hmm. like, uh, translate, please. Because <laughs> she's just saying she's like, he's orange. Orangey. Yes. <laughs> And uh, he's, she's like, Kathy was there. She didn't see anything. And he's like, Oh, you're, oh, you took your roommate patrolling. <laughs> she's like, I invited the whole dorm, but no one else could come. <laughs> and then she's like, I told her I was going for coffee, and she decided to tag along. <laughs> it's so funny. And he says, Oh, well, we should discourage her from doing that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> he just like completely dismisses it. It's so funny. She asks about what he's doing, and he talks about an original Gutenberg demonography, and I was which like, is really funny. I like a demonography like from the original Gutenberg printing press. Yeah. I was I'll like, s- wow, that is that is a get. I would be excited to find Giles. <laughs> and he's like, you've never asked me what the fuck I'm doing. What's wrong with you? And she's like, I'm fine. I ask you all the time. But no, uh, she wanted to hang out with him until Kathy goes to class because right. she doesn't want to see Kathy. And he tries to like have the talk with her, and she's like, "I know, I'm having a bitch attack." <laughs> I loved it. And she's like, but "She measures her pencils with a ruler when she sharpens them, or whatever." Yes. <laughs> uh, he's like, "Everyone has their idiosyncrasies. We must learn to tolerate them." She's like, or "I'll be an old lady who can only live with cats." Yes. <laughs> she's like, "I'm a new Buffy. I'm take kind. I'm take gen- a mental pick." Yes, I'm kind. I'm gentle. I I'm a roommate extraordinaire. And she does this cheesing kind of smile. Like yes. <laughs> so, and so then funny. we cut to Kathy trying to clean her sweater with a container that looks like lighter fluid. What Something was that? like I have no I idea. Don't know what that was. She can't get the stain out, and so she looks at Buffy's closet, and she looks at this lavender sweater, oh, and she does this a la- this very dramatic like, <sighs> and fixes the rug. Which yeah. Is oh yes, over. because Buffy is. Um, ruined the rug mm-hmm. like oh, not ruined she just barely flipped it no, over yeah she's like kicked it over so it's like folded or that's whatever. one of those tiny things that like you don't it's not normally wouldn't be annoying but when someone annoying does it it's like oh my fucking god how dare you or it's just like it it, it is a really little thing but it and, and that's it's really nice how they did these kind of subtle not so subtle things uh-huh. in it, but it's it's one of those things where it's yeah it's like if you just describe that to somebody They'd be like, oh, what a nightmare. <laughs> but then when you add it all together. On top of everything else, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but and while she finds Buffy's sweater, she also finds her weapons bag. Which is really weird to just open someone's closet that you barely know. It completely know is. This is way out of line. Uh, but yeah, she sees the weapons bag and, and like she pulls picks up it the crossbow. And you see it, and it's like, oh, no. And then she just comes like. She's hmm. like, whatever. And like puts it away. <laughs> But this is another thing that's like, does she realize that Buffy's a slayer? Does she even know what that is? Right, exactly. How much does she know? That's very interesting. Who knows? I don't. Or is she just like, huh, maybe humans just carry this around. Right. We cut to the cafeteria. It has a name, but I can't. The Rocket Cafe. Yes. (laughs) And uh, Buffy hides her face from Kathy with her tray. And some guy is like, "Uh, hey. Ex-boyfriend or loan shark? Yes. And she says, both. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Bad breakup. Very funny. And we have a little meet cute with uh, Parker, Parker and Buffy. Yep. Uh, and she, he lets her cut him in line, and I was like, there were a lot of people behind him. Yeah, nobody said anything. But <laughs> there is a woman behind him who looks kind of annoyed, <laughs> the background actor. She just had to do – they just needed it to, to happen for the, right. the discussion. But, yeah, he exactly. talks to her about how to properly store items from the cafeteria. Yes, you can put dry goods in your backpack, but uh, the wet stuff, you have to get a Ziploc bag. It's Did not beginner do this? stuff. No, I I, I like knew people things. who did that all the time, but I never I had I mean I had plenty of meals to get me through the years. So I think I like took some things that were like boxed up or whatever, like as snacks sometimes. But I don't remember. Yeah, it and was, I you was could just go to the cafeteria whenever and get food. I was also very privileged because like school was a generally pretty easy thing for me, so like I didn't have to worry about money, even though my parents weren't paying for me. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. I did know people who would like squirrel away food and bring it to their rooms and stuff. Yeah, I only lived on campus freshman year. I did I did miss being able to just kind of randomly traipse over to the cafeteria and eat like right <laughs> 15,000 calories worth of food. Have ice cream with all the toppings. Yeah, have you know your pizza, your burger, your ice cream. Uh put some <laughs> some M&Ms, some pretzels, some nuts, <laughs> some chocolate <laughs> syrup. And they always liked at our school they liked to make like rice crispy treat-esque things out of various cereals. Oh that yes, the all, the they had all the time. All the time. Uh huh. Gosh, that that's something that didn't change in that six years. Mm. <laughs> such such a long time. Such a long. There's also only in like the intervening ages betwixt us. <laughs> there's only. I mean, six years is a lot in like college time. Mm. Like they're always trying to do the newest shit. That's like twenty in dog years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, so uh, there was one thing I wanted to mention. Uh, th- there's also only like two companies that do like cafeteria service for colleges here it's like there's like two of them and so that's everyone has the same when you say here you mean in the state in arkansas at least in arkansas i don't know how many no mine was aramark oh okay which is the other one one. (laughs) well anyway um i thought it was funny that they have a punch card yeah which that feels very 90s to me like physical we had like a swipe Mm-hmm. type magnetic strip yeah, card us too and i was like god you would have to get that replaced all the time because i mean how many punches could you really get exactly and like what if you lost it yeah like they don't keep they don't have a computer keeping track of how many punches that's mm-hmm. that's stressful so yeah anyway they um, finish up their little meet cute by him what he uh, introduces himself to her with his name mm-hmm. and and then yeah they have their meet cute and then uh <laughs> They he introduces himself by saying Parker Abrams, Krinsky Hall. Yeah, and she does the same thing. She's like Buffy Summers Stevenson. Why would you do that? Uh, in case you wanted someone to find you, I guess. I guess because they don't have cell phones. That's so weird. But I mean, they could give each other their numbers if they wanted to. Anyway, but, but they don't have. Cell I'm guessing it's the '90s. My guess is like, what were their phone numbers for their rooms? Oh, right. <laughs> they still have phone numbers. But it's just really funny to me that they introduce themselves my guess, with their name and where they are. My guess is it's like, I don't want to be so forward as to give you my phone number, but I also want to like make sure there's the chance that we see each other again if we don't run into, into each other at the cafeteria. Sure. And also, they need it for the episode. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it's still weird. <laughs> right. And um, uh, he, he even says, like, goodbye, Buffy Summers of Stevenson Hall. Yes. And then... Um, then we go over to the table and Xander's there for some reason, which if you were in my, like where I went to school, you would have had to like pay money to be in Same, there. You yeah. couldn't just like walk into exactly. the cafeteria and sit down. 
but they do have like a line to collect the food. Yeah, that's it seems that way. Anyway, someday we'll stop talking about all the how the ways that the <laughs> college is unrealistic. It'll here, it'll stop after the first few episodes. But yeah, um, so Xander's there for some reason, and she asks he's him stealing Willow's food because his d- parents make him pay for food. Right. I that is a common thing that I've I know people who have done that. Yeah, I mean, like who like I knew people, I knew somebody when I was in high school who like even before they turned eighteen, their parents were like having them like pay rent and stuff which was really weird yeah that's completely insane terrible i don't whatever yeah, anyway even, like i don't know it's, it's they shouldn't be doing it to xander either even though it's he's 18 mm-hmm. but you know we know xander's parents are shitty yeah we're supposed to get the idea that his family sucks and yeah. then <laughs> um so uh because he says she says are your parents feeding you and she's sure they do for a price yes right and uh, they, they talk, talk about, about Parker, random adorableness. Uh huh. And that's that's Xander's technique. Uh, hit him with your best shot, and then, then Asta. Asta. And then Asta's got to respect the dr- drive by. <laughs> respect the drip, Karen. <laughs> I really liked that uh, they call her, or um, I think they. I can't remember who says it, like Willow or Xander, or somebody says something about the buffinator, and then Oz is like, yes. he'll be back. Yes, uh, and it's a fun little. He says something about him being powerless against her. Or something. Yeah, it's very cute they're all hyping her up yep and then uh she talks about being attacked by a demon of non-specific origin and then here comes kathy Shit. oh but not not until after xander gets really excited and he's like is there an apocalypse right. do we have to get the scooby like, gang together? i have something to do <laughs> buffy laughs at him <laughs> she makes fun of him uh she's like maybe you should get out of the basement a little bit zand she calls him zand right very funny and then that's when kathy horns in and she's like is that my sweater yes she's like you got mine on muddy and then she does that line where she's like i was saving you from it and will was like bear <laughs> we get, well in her defense buffy does randomly almost blurt out her secret identity like every few episodes true so <laughs> and, and then buffy like, looks at her and she's like mugger <laughs> <laughs> so funny i loved it we learned that kathy is supposedly from nebraska supposedly yes big sky country according to xander mm-hmm. and it then we get this this is where i think the episode turns into like like a almost like a john waters movie a little <laughs> bit because we the get camp. this like horror movie shot of uh kathy like but taking a bite of the burger and the ketchup following mm. onto buffy you know what sweater. it reminded me of uh-huh. those do you remember the hungry jack commercials i do not that it was like if it doesn't get all over your all over the place <laughs> it doesn't belong in your face oh and it was God, like a giant so burger that was like dripping ketchup and toppings on everything this burger made you want to eat a burger when you saw it it did <laughs> <laughs> i was like ooh burgers i haven't had a burger in like 10 seconds yes <laughs> and yeah so uh but yeah and i it love cuts to a close up of buffy's eyes. eyes i love the camp it's like doof, doof, doof. <laughs> it's and it's like so slow funny. motion Yes. So funny. The drama of it being so heightened is hilarious. And uh, <laughs> anyway, then we get angry gum in the dorm room, I said. Yes, Buffy is talking on the phone with Willow, and she's like, she thinks she gets sit privileges with us because some computer made us roommates. Cellmates. Cellmates. Ex- oh, soul. I thought she Cell. said soulmates. Cellmates. Cellmates um, makes more sense. It's and funnier. Because she's popping. Because she's popping? Squish. Cicero. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Cicero. Lip <laughs> anyway she um and she's like you can't believe what i put up with willow the whole time i've been thinking this is like i'm just like why didn't they just request to be roommates 
Yes, right. But of course, they had to have this storyline first well, before they become roommates. If I had, this is too good. I didn't d- go to college with anyone. I was like super good friend. Well, no, m- I had only like one male friend in high school, and he didn't go to the same college with me. Mm. So I couldn't have requested roommates. But if I could have, I probably would still have done the thing where like, um, having a roommate will force me to make friends, and uh, if somehow someone who has not graduated high school is listening to this that's not true if you have social anxiety just room with your friend if you can yeah i was roommates <laughs> my roommate in uh, freshman year was one of my best friends from high school so yeah it's not gonna work you you can't you can't roommate away your social anxiety high school senior mm. just don't do it <laughs> yeah well that that's a terrible idea living living with somebody you know is like definitely i think it's like at least half the battle is already fought by the time There's you get there. I mean, there is the chance that you like come to be much more annoyed with and like I don't know, maybe hate them or something eventually. But that could have happened regardless. No, like being annoyed with somebody you live with is just part of living with somebody. Right, exactly. It's just gonna happen. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so um, <laughs> I also it's funny because Buffy's complaining about how and then terrible Kathy is. There's this whole party going like, on. There's in like dorm twenty room. people in this dorm room. In yeah. one room. It's yes. so wild. She gets hit in the head with a ball. Somebody's honking an air horn. <laughs> is the most over-the-top, obnoxious party. It's so funny. It and Buff- then Buffy gets off the phone as Kathy comes back, and Kathy's like, don't forget to log those calls. And then she just jumps into bed and immediately starts flossing. <laughs> Which why? I don't understand. It's weird to me. Why wouldn't she just floss in the bathroom? But... I don't understand why Buffy finds it so gross. And then let's just. It is weird. It is a little weird. But and like it makes a lot of like, you know, like if you're not the one doing it, the, it makes the all those sounds. sounds. Like it, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, but Buffy then goes to the fridge angrily. Mm-hmm. And Kathy has individually labeled everything, including all of her eggs. <laughs> 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 Which she just keeps. Uh, I mean, they are hard boiled. Where did she get hard boiled eggs? Exactly. If you. In my experience, if you have a hard-boiled egg, you've either boiled it yourself or it comes in a package. Why are Where these in this like? Already? Why is this in a plastic bin? I don't get it. I guess they could have like a kettle or something. Maybe she took them from the. They cafeteria. do have a blender. I noticed. I did not notice that. Which, um, yeah, I guess that would be allowed. We were we were forbidden to have anything that could heat up in our dorm room. Yes, like same, we couldn't same have here. like a hot. I think plate we could have like had that. a hot plate. We I were not allowed to have that. Mm. I didn't I wasn't I had again I had tons of meals I think you were required to have like a high meal plan if you were a freshman so Mm -hmm. I did I did I didn't I've never kept any food in my dorm room I would get like like you know snacks yeah things well that you're you in a a dorm (laughs) you would if you didn't have snacks you would die yeah exactly But yeah, so Buffy like jams her apple into the only empty spot in the fridge. <laughs> Got to refrigerate that apple. Right, exactly. And then uh, Kathy closes the window while she's up. And Buffy's at like the fridge. Oh my fucking god! And yeah. she goes to open the window again. And then Kathy picks up a book and it's stuck to the table with gum. And because she's like, who left their gum here? It is really funny that she refuses to directly acknowledge that it has to have been Buffy. <laughs> right. She's like, and Buffy's like gum gnome <laughs> yeah and kathy was not like it was you buffy you bitch she's <laughs> like well it wasn't me buffy and then buffy just like swallows her gum very loudly she's like, like i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> so so funny. Funny. that is very gross though why would you put your gum on a table 
That is disgusting. Buffy, what the fuck? Like, lots of people do that, though. Like, they just, like, put it somewhere. Or put it, like, like, underneath. Are you going to chew it again On the, like, handrails on stairs? No, but, like, I'm not even talking about that. I'm, like, people who, like, when they live. Well, that's gross, too. I would at least put it on a napkin, yeah, if you were going to put it down somewhere. But, like, why? What are you going to do? Chew it later? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you not just throwing it in the trash? (laughs) Yeah, this is disgusting. I don't understand that impulse at all i agree buffy you are in the wrong also gum runs out of flavor in like five seconds exactly then you're just chewing not if it's juicy fruit uh 10 seconds (laughs) yes (laughs) so anyway uh then we get uh spooky demon hell dream yes spooky demon hell dream and we got blood and scorpions satanic panic propaganda film breath sucking this is pretty fucking decently creepy scary yeah it is like a real horror movie shit and like the way it's shot and like the whole like panning and like the fades into it Mm -hmm. really neat the next day giles has come to campus to talk with buffy oz and willow and she tells him about the dream and she's like and the worst part is kathy was there staring at me when i woke up like some kind of freak and And oz is like (laughs) i think it's the part where a demon poured blood down your throat (laughs) and willow's like yep i vote for that i really like willow's outfit in this scene it's really cute what does it look like it's like a knit like um poncho slash pashmina type thing uh-huh and then the, she's got kind of like a like a spaghetti strap shirt underneath it anyway. buffy is really getting into the skirts this season yes because the yesterday <laughs> in this episode she was wearing like uh like this red ensemble with a red skirt and mm. on this day she's wearing some kind of skirt with like a black tank top yo and it's then, like that black it's like kind of like a peasant oh yeah yeah with the that like goes around the shoulders the, like lacy kind of top part yeah and then yeah and like a red patterny skirt uh-huh and then the next day she's wearing like a really long skirt it was giving me kind of like spanish vibes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah buffy's outfits are so good in this episode yeah i uh, all of the outfits i thought like everybody really is, is i agree dressed at a higher caliber in this season yes and uh yeah so um Gile, uh, kathy comes over again she's like you can read dreams i had a weird dream and then <laughs> well, i was like this is giles he's our grown-up friend not in a creepy way <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Uh, Kathy apparently had the same dream as Buffy. Hmm. And Oz asked her stuff like scorpions and Bloody Mary minus the Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oz, I don't, who, I guess it was Marty Noxon, but like uh-huh. every Oz line in this episode so fucking good. slaps. It is so funny. I love it. Uh, so uh, Kathy's like, okay, like whatever. I do need, I need to go anyway. Someone kept me up all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because uh, when Buffy woke up earlier, she was like, do you well, always make that noise in your sleep? I forgot to say, too, because she asked him, too, She's like, after he says the Bloody Mary thing, she's like, how did you know? And he's like, well, I'm a good guesser. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> they have their little passive-aggressive roommate barbs at each yes. other. And then... Uh, oh, yeah. She's she, like, I woke up next to you or something And then something she like leaves. That. I don't remember exactly. I didn't write it down. And then, and then she leaves. And Buffy's like, I haven't even gotten to the floss. <laughs> And then not she, only does she take my sweater, but now she has to horn in on my dreams. And then she leaves, and Willow's like, "Okay, that was the evil twin, right?" Because she was bordering on Cordelia esque. Yeah, when Buffy <laughs> leaves, it's really funny that soulless Buffy is Cordelia. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, to Willow, obviously. To Willow, yeah, and um, and then it's really funny to me too that like they're always immediately trying to jump to like some natural conclusion, like, "Oh, this is just normal." And they live in this world where supernatural shit happens to them, like, fucking daily. Uh-huh. Well, and they're like, this is just normal roommate it makes, stuff. 
Oh, well, not the the dream part At, obviously isn't, but yeah. they don't think it is. But I do think, like, uh, the way Buffy is behaving, like, someone who's been an only child their whole life mm-hmm. and then has to live with some with the same room yeah. well, with someone, like, constantly. And you can tell that Giles is at least a little suspicious because he's like, let me know if she, and Oz is like, hits the red zone. Yes. <laughs> just like, yes. Yeah, they're like, they do think something is wrong with Buffy, not necessarily just that it's, like, yeah. Buffy being cranky. Right. And then we cut to the demons around a campfire or something saying she's she the one. She is the one. We have to summon the great one. Tapa reach. Tapa reach. Yes. And they chant over a flame. And then um, Buffy is going back to her dorm and she hears the share from outside. Yes. We'll be touring next month. Yes. Uh, <laughs> tickets are on sale now. Anyway. <laughs> She finds Parker hanging out with Kathy, and he's talking about, like, Whitney and Mariah. Oh, my God. I wish... There are things I really wish I could talk about here, but I can't. Anyway. (laughs) And this guy is talking... This guy likes pop music, but Buffy doesn't? Whatever. Mm. And then... He gives her some Ziploc bags. But, like, okay, aside. Okay. We know why. Mmm. I get you. Anyway, so he gives Buffy some Ziploc bags. Yeah, and like they, <laughs> these like what well, it was called tightly. That was the oh brand. yeah, ooh, T- so tightly, tight. so tightly. But yeah, anyway, they you know fake movie Ziplocs and uh or yes, <laughs> zipper generic zipper brand. bags, I should say. Oh yes, yes, correct. But yeah, no, um, it was fun kind of carryover from their meet cute earlier. Well, that's funny too because he said Ziploc earlier. I'm pretty sure. Well, because who's gonna say zip? Why would you say zipper bags? No I mean, one says if, that. If they if this is branded differently, because I don't know, maybe I wonder what the rules are. Maybe they can't show the logo, but they can say the yeah, name. Yeah, exa- I think that's the truth. Gotcha, that, gotcha. That's, that's got to be it. Because it's like such a pop cultural thing that like, right. It's like Band Aid. Yeah. Because Tylenol. It, it would just sound unnatural for a person to say <laughs> right, zipper exactly. bags uh-huh. or freeze freeze your bags wouldn't be too wild. Right. So but he he says he was going to just leave his numbers and go, but they started talking and time just flew and they lost track of time. And he talks about her being This is a fun little hint I thought about the hockey and how she's it's the violence. Oh, or the sweaty man. Mm. But yeah, the violence part. Yeah, that makes sense. And Buffy is cranky and she's like, if she you guys are going to wrestle, can you take it out <laughs> in the hall? She gets I wrote <laughs> Buffy is weirdly jealous. Yes. Of this person she just met. She literally just met and then Parker's like, oh. Which right. I do feel like I was watching this and I was like, yes, because men and women cannot possibly be friends. And right, with exactly. Each other. I, like, I mean, he was kind of like laying on her bed. Fucking straight people, I swear to God. Right. But anyway. Um, the straights. But no, I mean, I, that that did. It was a little bit of that, though, right? Like, you couldn't, uh-huh. they couldn't possibly just be joking around. They have to want to fuck. Right, exactly. So Parker is like, okay, I'll, I'll go. Maybe we could hang out sometime, some time. And then Buffy kind of changes her tune a little bit. And they she, they chill out. And she's like, ah, another time. And he yeah. leaves. And then she, like, puts a padlock on her closet. And Kathy's like, it wouldn't have killed you to be nice. And Buffy's like, you were nice enough for the both of us. It's really interesting that the closets have, a like, a bolt on the outside uh-huh but i guess that would give you the option to put a lock on it if you wanted to which True. is what she does yes. uh-huh so anyway um and there's the whole window shutting and opening thing and kathy's like i'm cold and buffy's like well, I'm, I'm hot, hot. Deal, deal with, with it, it. <laughs> this is where i noticed that buffy's hair looks so good 
It's so her hair is so good. It's so like luscious and flowy and beautiful. Uh, she looks so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Kathy's like, "You're spoiled, Buffy. Maybe the world revolved around you where you used to live, but it's share time now." <laughs> and she's like, "I'll Fine, show you I'll share show you. time." And she, <laughs> and she chugs. An I entire wonder how many times she had milk. to do that. Uh, this is one of those things, and. Because Marty Knoxon wrote this episode, I feel like it's okay. But it's one of those things where I watch it and I'm like, did someone put this in here because they have a weird fetish? Like, to me, this is like the Twinkie thing in Inca Mummy Girl. Mm. Like, when she like, s- she's like, cream is spilling out of her mouth. My kink is Twinkies. <laughs> that, that's obviously not the things that we had I this know. discussion already. I know, I'm just making fun of you. But no, like, I... I'd Do you see what I mean, though? Like, her, like, chugging the milk and it pouring out <laughs> all over her? I think it's harder for me just because I don't sexualize women. <laughs> I don't <laughs> but, either, but, but, like, I... No, no, no. No, it's harder for me to think of it like that, I'm saying. But I, I can see where you would get that. I like, just have a really low opinion of straight men. And yeah. So I'm always just assuming that they're doing something weird and fucked up. No, I thought time. it was more of, like, a pissing contest type no, thing. No, I do think... I don't actually think that's because, especially because Marty Knoxon wrote this episode and because it works so well in the episode and it's so funny. Because I love the way she's chugging it and at first she's just chugging it and then she like, her <laughs> eyes kind of open and she just like looks straight at, Mar- at um, <laughs> Kathy, yes. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's looking at camera, but she's like oh, yeah, obviously yeah. supposed to be looking at Kathy like, yes. what now, bitch? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Uh, then we cut to Oz and Willow kind of discussing. Uh, They're worried about the dreams. And then she's like, what do you think about that dream and like somebody pouring blood down her throat, like some kind of weird nightmare theory, fairy? And I was yes. like, well, I'm against it. <laughs> yes, very funny. Oz, every single fucking line Oz does in this episode is hilarious. To I me. mean, he's just hilarious in general. I but like, it's just to me, it's just like normally, like he's kind of funny. Uh-huh. He's like, he has a but few he zingers, just knocks it out of the park. But like, every single line is just like hit after hit. Well, the Seth Green was really working hard. Let me mm. tell you what. <laughs> and so um willow's like i have an english paper already or i would be like go talk i would be talking with her we don't know how much time has passed yeah that's true and uh, i'd be listening and doing the girly best friend thing and oz is like well i can hang out with her we probably wouldn't braid each other's <laughs> hair well he <laughs> says we wouldn't be braiding each other's hair probably Cause, well because willow says i'm prepared to or i have to do the girly best friend thing and Oz says well i could do that yes yes and yes. Then she, that's where that thing he's like well i'm not saying we'll braid each other's hair Probably. Probably, yes. Uh, I also noticed his hair is so voluminous in this episode. It is. It's very like that spiked up, but he has so much hair. So much. And I'm just like, uh, I don't, I, I never could get my hair to do anything. Me, I mean, my hair has like always that. just been poofed out. Yeah, I just had an afro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, some, it's it's relaxed a little bit as I age. So. <laughs> Uh, Oz offers to help Buffy patrol and like be around her and Willow's going to go in her room to work on this paper but as soon as she opens the door there's party music playing and she's like I'll be in the library <laughs> if you need me I'll be in the or I'll be at the library yes <laughs> yeah the joke was really funny and then we cut outside. I also like too how Willow never actually complains about her roommate but it's yes, obvious like that her roommate that situation her. sucks ass uh-huh and then, yeah, then Oz is uh, going to find Buffy, and he he sees some shoots eyes at some woman. Yeah, so there's this group of like I don't know, like goth people <laughs> walking <laughs> past him, and he look he looks back, and a woman looks back at him, and they meet eyes. <laughs> what is this? I would just say people in black, but I, I guess they were kind of gothy. I don't, you, yes, they look they look alternative. Mm, mm. 
Mm. And and then we get we, this one second shot of some commandos just like walking around. What well, the but fuck like, just happened? Uh, you have. I think it's just like it's that's there obviously to like be like what are they why are they here five feet away from these random civilians well i mean okay so are all the demon things like the people with the like fire summoning the great tapa reach is ostensibly happening like four feet away from a hundred people well first a lot of like suspension of disbelief okay but okay no i'm not letting this one go though so the demon thing with that they didn't show people talking and then pan <laughs> five feet away to demons doing a ritual. You're right. These people are five feet away from these people are just walking around. Well, they're in the bushes. What are they even doing? I, it's huh? I, it is. We may much. never know. It's too, well, perhaps they've shown them twice for no particular reason. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just wrote commandos exclamation point. And then, right. um, <laughs> then Buffy's talking to Oz about what she did with the milk and she does this like punching thing. Yes. And he's like, so either you hit her or you did your wacky mime routine for her. And she's like, she deserves it. Don't you think? And he, he says, says, Buffy, no one deserves mime. No one deserves mime, Buffy. <laughs> so she, she says, Kathy does. Yeah. And they talk about uh, itchy leotards and things or yes. unitards. And, um, and Oz is like, do you think all this ranting might be scaring away the demons? And she's like, ah, she's even making me worse at my job. And she breaks a bench. Yeah. With a, like a big, like ax kick. Right. And then, uh, oops. And then Oz is like, just a thought, Buffy. Do you, this is before that. She's like, J- do you think all this ranting is scaring the demons away? And she says, she's the Titanic. She's a crawling black, cancer yes <laughs> she's other really bad things oh i love her i love this and, and oz is like on the plus side you, you killed, killed the bench, bench which is looking, looking pretty shifty, shifty. <laughs> oh gosh and buffy says this isn't funny something has to be done and oz goes because well, she walks off after that yeah and as he Buffy's says walking to her away. retreating back and she, now she's in her wonderful pajamas in her mm-hmm. room Kathy's they're really cute with little dragonflies yeah I they are them. I really, I actually get Buffy's annoyance this time because Kathy is clipping her nails just out in the open. I do not fucking do that, Zach. It's not my fault they get everywhere. I clip them over the toilet. Mm. How dare you? What is wrong with you? Or on the bathroom counter, apparently. You're a bathroom counter. I clip them. Oh, my fingernails over the sink. My toenails over the toilet. Mm. Shut up! <laughs> I don't even <laughs> leave me alone. I can't get every single fucking toenail. <laughs> mm. Mm. How Shut about, up! How about any? I told you to leave me alone. <laughs> Most of them fall into the correct place. <laughs> like I've never found one of your toenails. Mm. So the worst part, though, is that Kathy is clipping her toenails while sitting on a crochet blanket. Ooh. And I'm like, those toenails are never getting out of that. Well, thing. they're landing on the floor. Uh, for some the, for of the them shots. are landing on the floor. Yes. And I love the like slow motion. And it goes to that like, yes. and they're like making these huge sound effects, and it's so funny. And then it does the same thing with Buffy's pencil tapping for yeah. Kathy. And but then, like, it's such a perfect distillation of how you can be so annoyed for somebody yes. for doing something so mundane and so normal. Uh huh. And then. Uh, Kathy turns on Believe again to, to cover up the the pencil tapping, and that, and Buffy breaks her pencil. She taps she's tapping so, it so hard, hard she breaks it, and then she puts on earmuffs. Yes, Kathy starts peeling a hard boiled egg on the table. It's so funny because she's rolling. I love that shot though. It's so good because uh-huh. it's like her rolling it and the way it cracks. I was like, is that CGI or oh. is that real? 
It's probably real. Because it's like you can read the Kathy so perfectly on it, too, uh-huh. with, under her hand. It's just the way it's shot is so good. Uh, it's like cinematic. And Buffy's like, like wow. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and she turns off her light and goes to sleep. And she has the same Spooky dream. Spooky demon hell dream. Except the, now there are like runes drawn on her. Yep. You got it's the stomach runes. Runes? Runes. Yes. When Buffy wakes up, Kathy is moaning and she wakes up very shortly after. Right. And then I keep wondering too, I was like, is she faking that? Yeah, she, she must doing, have been, right? Is she doing the ritual in her own, her and Buffy's dreams? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Because Buffy's not waking up with like runes and blood painted on her stomach. Yeah, and Buffy is like having dreams about those demons, not Kathy. But Kathy is the one doing the ritual. Well, but Kathy really looks like that when she's not wearing fake face. Right. I guess that I that demon is Kathy. Right. Yeah, I'm used to uh I'm used to ca- seeing Kathy with demon face but also with Kathy hair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was when her disguise was ripped off. Yes, exactly. So, uh anyway, um then we get Kathy talking to Willow the next or later that day. And she's or complaining about Buffy and Buffy's like, like she's really secretive and she leaves her gum all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a legitimate complaint. The gum part is very valid. And Willow's like, normal's relative, right? And, but Buffy is overhearing them, and she's pissed, and she goes toward them, and Kathy's like, see you later, Willow! And we see this pizza guy walking by in various shots. Which yeah, rando pizza then, guy. Um, that The look from Buffy is so intense and funny. <laughs> Willow says, we were just saying hi, and Buffy says, that's what she wants you to think. And then she's like, I've been thinking a lot about this, and it's clear now. Kathy's evil. I'm an I'm evil, evil fighter. fighter. It's simple. I have, have to, to kill, kill her. her. And, and it goes to like, commercial. Wah! Yes. It's so funny because it comes back and it's the same scene. And Will's like, you have to kill her? You couldn't just switch rooms or something? <laughs> yes. The way, <laughs> the way Willow is like, the way Willow handles it is so funny because she's like so casual. And so like. And she's like she's being not, supportive. Yeah. She's not like, um, Buffy, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> she's just like, huh, you couldn't just switch rooms? <laughs> it's so Buffy's I like, love it's this not episode. just me in danger. Look! And she holds up her toenails and she says, I took her toenails while she it's, was sleeping. And she's like, good thing you did that. In the middle of the night, they could have attacked you and left little half moon marks all over your body. And Buffy says, don't be ridiculous. I measured them before I went to bed <laughs> and again when I woke up. The writing is fucking just, is so good. It's, don't be ridiculous. I measured them before I went to sleep and again when I woke up. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Uh, apparently they grew after it, they cut. They it, were cut, and that's like, a demon, that's a demon thing. thing. Yes. And Will was like, "Okay, better show him to Giles." And he's, she's like, "Of course, I wouldn't want to do anything crazy." <laughs> <laughs> and she like goes off, and then, then uh, Willow calls him on one of the payphones in the hallway, and she's like, uh, calls Giles, "Giles, yeah, yeah." She, and she's like, "But he's feeling a little insane." Not bitchy crazy, more like homicidal maniac crazy. Anyway. So I told her to come see you. Okay. Yes. Bye. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> And yeah, and then we cut to Giles's house or house as I typed because I forgot to put the e. Oops. <laughs> and then uh, she kind of comes in the door, which I also think it's really funny that Giles just leaves his door unlocked in this right. like demon-filled. I mean, town. he could have done it by accident. Not that locking the door. He he could have done it on purpose. This, but she did. True. She went into his house, his apartment yes, l- yesterday. In Not the to last shatter anybody's too. illusions of safety, but having a locked door means jack shit. Right. Anyway, exactly. um. I just say that because... Yeah, guy sometimes people kick your door open and point, point a, a shotgun at you anyway. You. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Not to give you anxiety or anything. Right. Or, or to spread mine around to other people. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> the net falls down and they start tying her up. And Buffy does the Karen. 
She's this, this is, is ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And the way they're tying it up and Xander does the, this hurts me more than it hurts you. She's, She's like, like, not yet. But it will. He's like, oh, God, don't say that. Fuck. <laughs> right it's so funny and then she's like she has parts to keep growing after they they're detached touched. she, she irons her jeans she's evil <laughs> she has to be destroyed and then giles is like i think the demon from the woods has possessed her and she's like light fm love songs nothing, nothing but, but love songs, songs. and then <laughs> like yeah think and uh she makes him like look in the bottom of her bag for the toenails right and then he starts this like Buffy, like he's gonna go, like try to research the ritual that they need to do to reverse. He's like Buffy, see you around. Well, and he and starts he just talking leaves. about how he thinks Buffy is possessed. Yeah, and uh, I was like, you, he's not wrong, wrong, uh, kind of. But also, like, do you not believe her? Like that these toenails are growing because human toenails don't grow after they're clipped. Well, I mean, she has been talking a lot of like wild stuff and it's also True. mixed with all this very mundane stuff. Yeah, I mean, so, I do get the apprehension well, they have. I mean, he researched it and he does the very first thing he says when he comes back is toenails. Yes, 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 right. So right. anyway, so he yeah, does no, check it. I don't yeah, it. I don't think he's not believing her. He's just like, this and is, I do I got to go research this shit. And this isn't like a season 1 thing where it's like, why are you believing Buffy about the puppet she saw in her prophetic dreams? Right. Uh, when it wasn't an ac- actually dream, as it really happened. But anyway, it like it makes more sense here because she actually is acting insane. Yeah, and then I, I but I, I said it already, but I really like the part where he tries to start to do a speech and he's like, I uh, see you around. <laughs> yeah, so funny. And then uh, we cut back to Willow and Kathy. She's very urgently knocking on the door. Yes, and she's like, oh, I think it's uh, time for you and Buffy to spend some time apart. And then Kathy's like, you mean I have to leave the room? That's not fair. And Willow acknowledges that and stuff. And yeah, she's like... And Kathy's like, uh, she needs to be in a home, not in a dorm. Yeah, she talks about having to live with somebody who's obviously troubled. Yes. And Willow like starts to take offense to this stuff. She's like, uh, okay, whatever. She's, she's like, she could drop out and take off. You can see in those shifty little eyes of hers. Yes. Uh, and then she could hurt hurt herself or worse. She's capable of it, you know. Well, it's funny because she's like laying the groundwork for like, oh, Buffy's going to disappear. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway. She might even push somebody too far. And then she's doing this while. And then the phone just rings. She's like, it's us. (laughs) And then (laughs) and she's like, huh, hi. She's at Giles. Cool. Bye. And hangs up. And she's like, you know what? Actually, stay here. During that really short phone call, (laughs) I realized you are so right. Uh, (laughs) I love it. Every my fingers were so tired because like every single line in this episode is hilarious. Uh It's so good. And then Oz and Xander are babysitting, and Oz tells Xander not to engage because Buffy's like, "You still don't believe me after all we've been through." And Xander's like, "I don't know if I tightened those ropes (laughs) enough." And Oz is like, "We better go check them." And he's like, "Oh." And he does this he does this laugh he kind of has like a like a grinch-esque grin don't you <laughs> think like his grin Xander. is gigantic yes mm-hmm. his smile and like goes all the way up to his ears oh yeah and then uh yeah he kind of looks like he could be like jim carrey's nephew or something yeah so anyway um they get up to go uh and buffy has already gotten her hands and she untied. knocks their heads together and which knocks them out and they fall to the ground which, by the way, there's kind of a continuity goof here because uh-huh. she knocks their heads together and they're positioned in such a way that when it shoot shows them laying on the ground, they should be on the opposite sides of what they uh-huh. are. Like Oz and Xander switch sides when tisk, they fell. <laughs> and she's like, nope, 
Not tight enough. <laughs> right. So Buffy goes into her room and she says, Kathy. Kathy says, Buffy. <laughs> and they're going to have a talk. Buffy kicks. She like folds the rug over. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then Kathy hits, hits her. her. She like slaps, backhands her across uh-huh. the face. And then, and then well, because Buffy, after she kicks the rug, says, look what I did. And Kathy hits her said, and Kathy says, says, look what I did. Oops. <laughs> look what I did. Yeah. Yes. And then they're the, the slap. And then they're like pulling each other's hair kind of. But they're kind of having like a cat fight. And then Kathy's she tears off, off Kathy's face. And then she's just like, I knew it. And then she and jumps Kathy and tackles, tackles her, her. And that's the commercial. This is where Kathy is cosplaying Paris Hilton from Repo the Genetic Opera. <laughs> right. <laughs> My face looks like a crime scene, Dad. <laughs> that is actually a perfect impression. If the thing that got that me to watch that movie when I was in high school was hearing that Paris Hilton's face falls off. <laughs> I, for me, it was um, uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah Brightman. Sarah Brightman, yeah. Oh, I forgot her name. Apparently. Fucking queer. Fucking queer. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut back from the break and see the demons finishing the ritual. Some demon slow-mo bursts through the ground. Right. And he's like, where, where is she? Yes. And then we get more fighting. And I really like the way they cut this whole thing together where it's like Kathy and Buffy fighting and talking about the ritual. And then Giles kind of like. <laughs> explaining to no one aloud in the magic shop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ritual, which was really funny, I, but I liked it. I thought it was a really cool way to like, uh-huh. kind of not exposition dump it, but like it keep the scene moving. Put it in with action. Yeah. Cause yeah. It, there are trans dimensional demons. There's the ritual that Buffy of was to God that was happening in their dream. And they can recognize each other because they don't have souls, which I was like, mm-hmm. what's the difference between them? Can they not recognize each other apart from regular demons? No, it's just like, oh, this, if this they were dis- entity doesn't have a soul. It's one of us. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And like, uh, and then we get the Kathy, so I'm borrowing yours. And Bobby says, without even asking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wrote, fighting intensifies. And uh, they'll take the soulless one when they come looking mm-hmm. for Kathy, they figure out. And she's like, it's share time, Buffy. Uh, and, and Buffy's like, now I won't have to watch you floss. And Kathy yeah. says, now I don't have to live with a slob. And she throws her into the closet door. Uh, and Buffy starts it. to like choke her with her she, sweater. <laughs> it's funny because she grabbed the sweater and not like any of the hundred weapons she has in there. And she's like, right. let's start with my sweater. And uh-huh. then she just instantly rips it. And Buffy's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. And uh, then we see Xander and Oz get up. Mm hmm. And he says, why couldn't Giles have shackles like any self-respecting bachelor? Which <laughs> <laughs> is really funny. Xander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, then <laughs> in the Willow Will's comes like, in. I'll call her. And then you get uh, Kathy like smacking Buffy with the phone. Oh, you had to, to do, do was lock your calls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Will's like, no one answered. Answer. And then Giles comes in and he just says, toenails. <laughs> <laughs> apparently they regenerate when they're destroyed he's like it's all real and then <laughs> and well and then willow says and that's a demon thing <laughs> and i was like willow what other what else kind would of it thing be? could it yeah. be <laughs> and then buffy xander says so buffy's been doing a linda blair on us because of kathy has been stealing her soul and the linda blair reference yes. is fun uh-huh. exorcist and then um <laughs> Giles starts preparing for a spell and Xander and Oz leave to help Buffy. Well, and to explain th- for the audience too, Willow goes, so Buffy was right all along. Later on, big remorse. <laughs> yes. 
I love it. And then they're going to do a reversal spell. Yeah, so Buffy and Kathy are still fighting. Buffy knocks down Kathy's pencils and she's like, oh, look. She's like, she breaks them. Aha! She just starts (laughs) stomping on her pencils. It's so funny. And then we see some guy come out of his room. He's like, do you mind? People People are are trying trying to study. And I was like, I feel like the police would have been called on this po- at this point because yeah, they're being very loud. Kathy throws Buffy out the window. And through a wooden door. It, and uh, Kathy's like, windows hope open. Happy. Happy. <laughs> and then we see her try to do the soul thing, but the soul goes toward Buffy. Yeah, w- as Giles finishes the spell. Kathy, and she's the, like, how did you do that? And that's yeah. when her dad shows up. Ah! <laughs> Elders of the Not upper Buffy's reaches. dad. He would never. Elders of the River Flats. Yes. And then, yeah, the demon, yeah, Hank would never. And then uh, <laughs> he's like, do you have any idea how much and trouble by, you're in, young lady, in demon language? And by, oh. by would never, I mean would never show up to look at his daughter. I forgot to mention this. I think it's really funny that when she rips this fake face off of Kathy, it somehow also exposes her long pointy demon <gasps> teeth. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, what did she do to the teeth? Where did the teeth go? Like, but yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that was really funny. Uh, and then she's like, I'm 3,000 years old. Stop treating me, like, stop I'm treating me like I'm 900. Yes. I also, it's really funny because then Oz and Xander kind of come in and they look kind of surprised. And the demon kind of just turns around and growls, and growls at them. At them yeah. And Oz is just kind of looking at him like, huh. Yes. <laughs> and he just opens up this portal and sucks himself and Kathy into it. And and Buffy kind of looks at it and is like, oh, fuck. And like crawls away from it. So she doesn't <laughs> so also get funny. sucked in. Uh, okay, so before we before we do the last scene of the episode, I just want to say, like, you know, Kathy shouldn't have sucked Buffy's soul out so that they would take Buffy to her dimension instead of her. However, I, I'm a little bit sympathetic toward Kathy because mm-hmm. it seems like she has terrible parents and an awful dimension. Right, she just wanted to go experience college. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just wanted to go to college, Dad. <laughs> And then, yeah, no. And I'm, oh, again, like earlier when she's like, oh, the trees, the fresh air. Yeah, she is kind of, and it, it, it is an interesting how like complex they made this kind of throwaway character. Yeah, like I was like, they could have kept Kathy around and it would have been pretty cool, mm-hmm. actually. Like her, her demon, her demon roommate. Uh-huh. That would have exactly. been really funny. Buddy cop movie. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Anyway, uh, so we cut to the next day, and then we have kind of a mirror to Kathy putting up the Celine Dion poster, but uh-huh. instead it's Willow putting up a Dingo's yes. poster. Yes, and uh, there's music playing, but it is not Cher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Buffy says she can feel all that bad Kathy karma just draining away. And Willow apologizes, and Buffy forgives her. Mm-hmm. She's like, I bet. Uh, aside from the demon thing, I bet uh, she was pretty regular as far as roomies go. And then Willow says, "That's a pretty big accept." Yes. <laughs> and uh, Will, uh, Buffy's like, I, "I like to think I'm pretty easygoing, uh, and it's glad She's to know that it was Kathy making making me that way." And she I, says, it's not like a, "I have big issues. I don't burn incense." And I was like, "Wow." Right. I feel personally exactly. attacked. Uh-huh. Uh, and then w- Willow's like, "Yeah." Are you gonna finish this? And she grabs half of <laughs> Buffy's sandwich and bites into it, and it uh, the episode ends on a close up of Buffy's eyes. It does the whole cut, like the jump cut thing like with the, the burger. Yeah. Doom, doom, <laughs> doom, and it like shows Willow's teeth like chomping the sandwich. Uh-huh. And, yeah, it's, it's so, so funny. funny. Uh, and that is the episode. Woo, woo. Uh, I love this episode. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, so as we oh, do we want to memorialize Cat? Oh She's no, she dead. didn't die. She didn't die. Never mind. No one died. 
We don't need to memorialize nobody. So as we go through the series, we're going to give each episode a score on a scale of one <coughs> to ten steakums. <coughs> Zach, how many steaks are you going to give this episode? I'm going to give this episode ten. I don't even give a hell. Zach, you can't give it a this 10 because of, I'm going to give it a 10. This is one of my favorite episodes. And this this season, okay, listen, I know I've been very generous to these first two episodes. This season has high highs and low lows. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this to me is like one of the best episodes, if not maybe the best episode of this season. I did not expect to like this episode so much. And then I watched it for my notes in it was it's so good yeah it's amazing no notes it no notes no just notes kidding i took several pages of notes yes. but no negative notes really it's such a good fucking episode the twist is really good it's not like ham-fisted and uh-huh. like it's fun on a rewatch it's it's amazing i love this episode. i love it all right so now that we've done that <laughs> kyle yes. Uh, what is? Let's move on to the gayest moment. What is the gayest? It's not the gayest shit? moment. Zach, damn it! Are you Kyle, looking at the outline? Who, nope. Who's the MVP of the episode for you? This is a this is a tough one because no one really the the day is saved because of a random demon who also is kind of doing a bad thing, and not because of any of the characters. He's taking. He's like, you can't go to college. You must stay oh. in our dimension with us. Are you going to say the MVP is Top of Reach? No, I don't know who the MVP is. Oh, I get. Okay, do you want me to tell you? Go who ahead. I picked? I picked Giles. Giles, because Giles was like, you he know, at least looked into it. I guess he was trying to give her advice and be kind of fatherly, and he wasn't like. Well, at that point, she wasn't saying anything demonic, but he was. He was trying to be like, you know, helpful. And then when things did start, po- you can tell he's concerned because yes, he yes. came to their campus and was like, what the fuck? And, and then, he noticed something was wrong when yeah. she was asking him about his and day. He is the one that put Buffy's soul back. I mean, him and Willow together. <gasps> That's true. Giles and kept and her from that. being slurped into a hell dimension. So I think it's Giles. Like, would Buffy have been partially soulless if they didn't finish that spell? She would have been totally soulless if. Kathy had finished the slurping that she was trying to do. Right, right, right. True, true. She was trying to do that Winifred Sanderson, like, slurping of yeah, the soul so thing. Yeah, so Giles makes sense. I'm going to give it to Oz because he was so funny this episode. Oz is a really good choice. I think he he, he definitely slayed it dialogue-wise. All right. And he was yes. pretty helpful. Uh-huh. So, Zachary, it's time for a brief queer analysis. Have you come up with anything? Or would you like me to get started? I want you to do I, I mean, I already change it up. I already sort of uh, talked about it, but, like, after the first 10 minutes of this episode, it ba- it turns into, like, a less severe John Waters movie, I feel like. <laughs> like, it reminds me a lot of Serial Mom. So the gay ma- the gayness of it is just that it's The camp. camp. Yeah, the just, oh, like, I feel like there are probably a bunch of people who don't like this episode. Well, they're wrong. Yeah, exactly, because, <laughs> like, this, it's I'm just kidding, wonderful. I don't actually feel that way, but, it's like, very, yes, I they, love it. I feel that way, they're wrong. No, I... <laughs> I disagree with them. I don't think you can say you're wrong about a thing. You I feel. think you can. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I think, um, no, I, I, that's a really good point. Like the kind of camp high campness of this episode uh-huh. the is just like, very gay. It, just like the, uh, the, like the cinematography and everything too. Just like the way they heighten everything. All it needed was more leopard. It's very gay to me. Like it's not, there's nothing profound or like personally like relatable. About yeah. This to I like mean a like your experience. Yeah. Like to me, it's like, it's just very g- like generic is the wrong word, but like universal is better. Like, it's a universal, like, roommate experience type uh-huh. storyline, but then coupled with this demonic half, which is the camp part, yes. which is so funny. 
So yeah, I think I think that's good. I I, I agree with that. I'm glad you you talked about that because I I was really getting very like up my ass about this very like you're like oh I can't I don't know I don't know very no I was like getting very reachy and I was oh like, okay gotcha like something about like the concept of having to hide who you are blah 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 kind of like weird stuff but it was like not a pro <laughs> it wasn't good and so <laughs> yeah I think that's fun because like uh, we you know not every single queer person enjoys camp but like i feel like it is a big major part of like oh, yes. our story and like it's a queer it. contribution to the culture at yard yeah. at yarge at large culture at yarge Car- culture yarge uh, would you like to know my gayest moment as well yeah uh the ketchup falling on a sweater <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> with the sound effect yes yes, yes that's quite it, good it's really w- it what kicked off it's, it is what kicked off this episode in gayness. I also think nobody deserves mine, Buffy. Is, uh, <laughs> That's a very honorable good one. mention. That's a good one. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that was it. Wow. Gay people do fam- famously misunderstand mimes. We did it. I love this episode so much. Like, it is I'm trying to figure out how to rearrange my top five for the end of the season to put this in here with like <laughs> Halloween. It's so good. I love it. All right. Zach, do you want to tell everyone where they can... This is a short episode. We just keep talking so fast to these episodes because we're so excited. We love it. We love it. Uh, so do you want to tell everyone where they can find us? Yeah. Okay. Just Goodbye. <laughs> it's not like we've um, ever done that before. That is it for Living Conditions. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Support us by leaving a five-star rating and review uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we do love to read them on air uh, because we appreciate the support. And you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at BuffyGaysPod. Yeah, maybe don't bother with Twitter. I actually just deleted the app from my phone because it oh. was it is just too much now it is it, it was already too, too much me. but it's more than too much now and i don't i don't even feel like keeping it for i, d- I didn't tweet anyway so yeah we're not gonna pay for our blue check mark <laughs> right because <laughs> not that we needed it <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. so yes you can also reach out to us through email at buffygaze at gmail.com leave us a voice or text message at anchor.fm slash buffygaze Please share us with your friends as well. I'm so excited to release the first episode of season four on Monday. Mm-hmm. So excited for season four. Uh, it's been br- great so far. <laughs> Safari Sagoody. Safari Sagoody. Uh, uh, wait, what's the third episode? This has been season four, episode two of Buffy no, the Vampire no, I said, Slayer. I said, or, or Join what? us next week. Okay. <laughs> season four, <laughs> episode three. The harsh light of day. Wait. Oh, oh, good one. It's a good Another one. one. It's a good one. <laughs> I feel like this season starts out strong and then kind of goes. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how we I certainly feel. will. Till next time. I am Kyle, and I am drunk. No, I'm just kidding. I am Zach, and we are. Here comes Kathy. Shit. <laughs> oh, you didn't even start. What the fuck, Zach? You were just just waiting to see what I said. Where are your Buffy gays? <laughs> Buffy, I'm not getting to your car because I'm not coming here tomorrow. Happy slaying. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.